Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we're going through Proverbs 8, verse 13. So it reads, the fear of the Lord is hatred of evil, pride and arrogance and the way of evil and perverted speech I hate. So wisdom here is talking about things that wisdom hates, right? Which is pride, arrogance, the way of evil and perverted speech. What's my interpretation of this? Very simple. Can't really mess this one up. Wisdom hates pride, hates arrogance, hates the way of evil, and hates perverted speech, but also the fear of the Lord. And sometimes that word fear is used not like I'm scared of the Lord in a way where it's, um, you know, he's trying to scare me, but more like I am awestruck in reverence of God. And so the reverence of the Lord is the hatred of evil. So that's what this verse is talking about. Really simple. What's the entrepreneurial application of this? In my head, it's get your ego out of your business, your life, and your relationships. And so when it's talking about pride, when it's talking about arrogance, a lot of us can struggle with pride or arrogance in some way. Like we're always putting ourselves above other people, above other things, because we are prideful. Like that's it. You just, we hold ourselves in high regard. And what's funny about humility is I like the definition of it's not holding yourself in low regard, but it's holding everybody else in higher regard than you hold yourself. So because we're a child of God, because we're loved by God, we should hold ourselves in high regard. But it's because of God. So that's a humbling thing first and foremost. Our source of strength and our source of pride is God. But also because God loves other people and he loved us enough to send his son, We should also hold people in a higher regard than we hold ourselves because God lowered himself to the form of a servant to come and save us. We should lower ourselves to the form of a servant in efforts to serve and love people, right? And so that's what getting your ego out of your business life and relationships kind of looks like. It's like, where am I holding myself above others? And What I've found in my personal life is that pride usually covers up an insecurity because there's something I feel like I need to protect. And so my question to you guys is when you're prideful, when you're arrogant, even when you have perverted speech, like sometimes people talk bad about themselves. What are you trying to protect when you talk like that, when you think like that, when you act like that? Usually for me, it's been a reputation or belief I have, right? Like I want people to think of me a certain way. Because when I get feedback that I'm held in high regard, I can hold myself in high regard because I don't actually think I should be held in high regard, right? So I'm trying to protect that part of me that thinks poorly of myself. I'm trying to make sure that that part isn't riled up because I hate the negative rabbit hole that it can go down, right? So I'm usually trying to protect a reputation or a belief I have. Like, I believe the world works this way. Somebody is presenting me with evidence counter to that belief. And I don't want to look like I'm wrong because then that makes me look incompetent, goes back to my reputation, right? The other thing 
um, for the entrepreneurial application of this is so get your ego out of your business. So in your business, are you holding yourself above your customers? Are you holding yourself above your employees? Are you holding yourself above your prospects? Are you holding yourself above, you know, things that are just true in business, such as you need eyeballs to get business or you need excellent customer service, you need an excellent product. Are you holding yourself and what you believe and your thoughts above these natural tenets of business? Because when you start holding yourself above others in business, you know, your business isn't going to go anywhere because you're going to be your only customer because you're going to be the only one who likes what is going on. So the other thing I want to talk about in entrepreneurship is to watch how you talk slash think about yourself, other people and circumstances, because wisdom isn't found in perverted speech. So there's this saying that somebody who is doing better than you never talks down to you. I think that's true because they've probably gained a bit more wisdom and they're applying that wisdom to their life, which is why they're doing better than you. So they don't have the time to talk down to you because wisdom hates perverted speech. People who are wise do not try to tear down, but they seek to build up, to support, and to love people. So watch how you're talking and thinking about yourself, other people, and your circumstances. Catch yourself when you have perverted speech or perverted thoughts and change them to thoughts that are, you know, worthy of reverence of God, speech that is worthy of reverence of God. And this isn't to like correct yourself or, you know, fix yourself. It's, it should happen from a source of God loves me so much. He would not want that to come out of my mouth. He loves me so much. He wouldn't even want me to think that because he knows that that thought harms me and he wouldn't want that for me. And when it comes from that place, instead of, oh, I need to do this and this and this because I need to be a good Christian and this and that, um, you know, that's another trap that a lot of Christians fall into. But it's out of your love for God and God. It's really out of God's love for you. It's like, nah, Big G loves me. So this is how I act because he loves me and because he has saved me. And I want to carry that love in my life, right? So where has this shown up in my life? Sometimes I joke around and it's very negative. Like I'll say negative jokes and I'll be joking. I'll laugh after it. But I often wonder about the merit of that. Like, would that be counted as perverted speech? I bet so. Like if God was standing right next to me and telling me it was perverted speech, I bet it would be counted as perverted speech, you know? Um, because the effects that it can have, even when you have a negative joke, you know, you're teasing somebody. Sometimes people take that to heart because they are insecure. And so that is not language that builds people up, right? I also saw this Samurai Jack clip recently, and it made me think of perverted speech and the ego. So Samurai Jack was trying to like find the way, find the path that he was supposed to go on. And his master was like, I see why you can't find the path yet. And Samurai Jack was like, tell me the path. I need it now. I've been on this journey for so long, all we've been through. And then it cut to two people talking. And Samurai Jack was just quiet, but this ugly red monster version of samurai jack was screaming and yelling and infuriated and getting real animated and that was his ego and then when samurai jack got rid of his ego he said you helped me before i needed you before but now it's time for us to grow up it's time for us to move on so you're not in control anymore he got he recognized his ego became aware of it and then let it dissipate by speaking to it speaking life to it really and you know after that he was able to find the path so 
how often is our own ego getting in the way of what God has called us to do, who we're called to serve and who we're called to love, right? The other way this has shown up in my life, this is pride in general, the platform of my podcast, initially I started it, I was like, this is my show, I want to run it. And so I actually interrupted a guest while they were talking and I was like, is this show going to be how you want it to be or is it going to be how like I want it to be? Which was so rude. You know, a lot of people would be like empowerment, but I was like, what was the source of that? And the source of that was a lot of pride, a lot of arrogance, and a lot of me wanting to control what's going on, not me seeking to serve. And so when I realized that, I made a commitment to myself where I was like, okay, even if they don't directly answer my questions, even if they start going off on talking points, this platform is for people to talk about their dreams and goals, and then me to help them get to their dreams and goals which means they have to feel comfortable and welcome to discuss with me and I have to ask appropriate questions by listening well. That's what the podcast is about now ever since I did that. And that was a commitment I made to myself. So that's where this has kind of shown up in my life, me trying to kill off the ego, me recognizing the ego in some media and you know, just recognizing in my life where I have some perverted speech that may not be helpful, right? So where do I want this to show up in my life? Two clear ways, no perverted speech, being aware of the ego and allowing it to dissipate. As you recognize the ego, you recognize your insecurities, you recognize your where your pain points are, you speak to them, you address the situation with the logical action. Um, typically, as you get to know yourself more and more, the next action is clear, and there's a lot of fear holding us back from that next action, but it's still a clear action. And so either by taking that action or simply extending radical self-love is what somebody on my podcast recently said. Um, yeah, by extending radical self-love to yourself, it was Kevin Roth. I think it was the episode right before this, actually. And yeah, by extending that to yourself, you will learn to have grace for yourself. And You'll learn to care for the ego, which is what the ego needed. Like it was formed to protect you in the tumultuous times earlier in your life. Now that it's not so tumultuous, you can take a step back and you can love yourself radically. And then allow the ego to dissipate. And the path will be more clear. And you'll be better able to deal with fear, et cetera, et cetera. So how can you guys apply this to your life? Stop talking crap. Only speak about positive things. Like do not tear people down. Don't speak about the negative aspects of your situation. And don't um, just be negative. Like the power of positive thinking talks about being an optimist for a week. And what you'll realize is that your optimism is realism and your realism is pessimism. I think that's the case for a lot of people. And the other way you can apply this to your life is to get to know your ego in certain situations and find where you're putting yourself above others. And it typically happens in a lot of areas of our life if you haven't intentionally done this but it also happens because of some pain you've experienced so learn to take a step back look at that pain talk to the ego practice radical self-love and then you will move forward in your life so towards the path where god called you and that's your mental walk thank you guys for listening that's what we got for you guys today we will see you on the next one and on that note we're out Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.